Hey, this is Gene from Assisted Living Network. We're going to talk about some of the myths in residential assisted living. The first myth that I want to cover with you is commercial versus residential. We talk about residential assisted living because it's a home, a single family home in a residential neighborhood. It's not a multifamily home, it's not an apartment complex or a converted hotel or an old strip mall that was left vacant. No, it's a home. Not home-like, but an actual single family home. Now the home itself might be a little bigger than your average home. Instead of a three bed, two bath home, it might start with a four bed, three bath home or maybe a five or six bedroom home. But if we're gonna have 10 or 12 seniors in that residential setting, we're probably gonna convert some of that space so there's even more bedrooms. The homes that I own and operate have nine, 10, 11 bedrooms in them. A lot of private rooms or shared rooms. We call that semi-private but it's still a home in a residential setting. One of the thoughts that people have is, well, what about zoning? What can I do and what can I do? One of the key points when we talk about this myth, is it residential or commercial, is it is in a residential neighborhood, it's a residential home, but we are using this for a commercial purpose. Now be careful, I didn't say we're running a business, operating a business, that's different because most places that have a homeowners association, an HOA, and have CC and R's, covenant codes and restrictions, is gonna have some kind of wording in there that says you can't operate a business out of your home. But what is a business? If we simply say business, does that just mean make money? Every real estate agent who have an office in their home is making money, hopefully. Every attorney or CPA or bookkeeper baking cookies for any kind of purpose, making any kind of money would be considered a business as well. So my point to you there is if somebody's gonna say you cannot operate a business out of the home, well, you cannot discriminate against the elderly. When we talk about residential assisted living, it is a residential home and it is a group home for the elderly. So it's not a business, it's not a retail storefront, we're not taking in cars and repairing them and bringing them out. We don't have a lot of customers coming and going all day long. You have to understand that that's what most of that is for. They don't want to have a retail establishment in the middle of the neighborhood. But it definitely is residential and we're using it for this commercial purpose. Now when it comes to the lending, and that's the second myth, that it'll be hard to get financing for this kind of project, the answer is you need to understand what it is. It's a residential home. It's non-owner occupied. So you could pretty much go to any bank, any lender, if you're just gonna buy a house that you're gonna use as a rental property. It's called non-owner occupied because you're not living in the house. Now again, you could live in the house, but that would be owner occupied. Typically we get better rates. We get a higher loan to value ratio. But what we're gonna do is a non-owner occupied. That might be 20% down and then the bank will finance up to 80% loan to value. That could be a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac loan or other types of residential loans that the bank is offering. So again, it is a residential, not commercial property. That's number one. Second myth, it'll be hard to get the financing. Well, it's just a house that you're using as a rental property. So that 80% loan to value is what we're looking at for a Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac loan from a regular bank. Now we can also, and I prefer, to use private lenders and investors and joint venture partners, people who will provide the capital that's needed, but it is residential, not commercial. 
you can get the financing for the house purchase and then the next step is the renovation is there any renovation that's needed is one people ask us all the time well what does it cost to convert the house into this residential assisted living and the answer is it depends it depends on where the home starts is it already x does it already have y so if you want to add space maybe convert a garage into bedrooms or living space well that would cost money but at least we're starting with the concrete floor the walls the ceiling the electric we may have to add the hvac the air conditioning and the heat we may have to level the floor put in walls and closets and doors and windows so all of those things will cost but what does it cost you can convert a garage maybe a two-car garage 20 to 24 feet wide 20 to 24 feet deep that space itself maybe 20 or $25,000 converting it into very nice residential home space. So if you were to do that, always get permits, use proper contractors and so on. But that loan that it would take to do that, that is an improvement. So a home improvement loan, some type of a home equity loan, maybe there are bank programs available to you for that type of construction or addition. Now there's other things you may do to the home that are gonna cost money, but not necessarily add to the ultimate value, quote unquote, of the home when you go to resell it. Now that might be things like smoke detectors. I mean, that's a good thing to have, but it doesn't necessarily add $1,000 for the value of the home. Things like fire suppression or sprinklers. Now that's a great thing to have residential and it's required in commercial, but if you want it or need it in the residential home, that might be a ten dollars to $20,000 expense that is going to cost money but doesn't necessarily add to the value of the home. So the renovations that are required for you to get it from where it is to where it needs to be, what does it cost? It depends. Getting it financed could be through the same bank that you borrowed the money to acquire the house. So that second myth of it'll be hard to get the financing, not if you know what you're doing and if you go to the right lenders and present yourself properly. The final myth that I want to bring to you is that the homeowners association, the neighbors, the zoning will not allow this. Keep in mind that it is a residential home. It's a group home for the elderly, but it's a residential setting. It's not commercial. It's not a retail storefront. It's not a gas station or store. It's none of those things. So yes, it is allowed, but what are the rules of the game that you have to follow? One of the things that we always suggest you do is you start with step one. Step one is location. So when somebody comes to me and says, I can do this anywhere in the world, I say, let's start with the continent, right? If we're going to do North America, great. Let's bring it down. We're going to do it in the United States. Got it. Which state? They pick a state. Which city? Then we can get right down to the neighborhood. Once you get down to a pinpoint, now you can find out what the rules are, the regulations are, what we can do and cannot do. So whether it's an R4 or R1 or whatever else it is in your zoning area, you want to find the exact location you're going to do it first, find out the rules of the game, and then begin. There's lots of myths when it comes to residential assisted living and where you can do this and what it is and what it's not. We're going to go through some more of this, but I hope that was helpful right there. This is Gene from the Assisted Living Network saying do good and do well. If you like what you've seen and heard, please subscribe.